everyone. Thank you for listening in to the Storytime with One Sad Teacher podcast. So I have decided to (laughs) rebrand my one day old podcast. Instead of focusing on everything about this profession that makes me very sad, I'm choosing to focus on the things that actually bring joy which now after being with my students the past two days, I realize is them. They drive me nuts all the time, but simultaneously they also bring me a lot of happiness and joy. It's, it's crazy. And, and on the plus side, sometimes they say the darnest things. And I always told myself that I wanted to write a book called Shit My Students Say. And I would write all these crazy things that they would say down and I would ask them for permission and be like, okay, I'm going to put this in my book. Just letting you know, watch out for my book in a couple of years. I think I lost that notebook or I don't know where it is and a pile of crap somewhere, but I would like to maybe jot down funny things that kids say or experiences that I've had and recount them here. I think focusing on the positive and the joy is going to be a lot better than focusing on the negative and things that make me sad. Instead of having to relive that and recount that, I'd rather just focus on the positive and the darn things that my students say. So for this episode... Since it's kind of the introductory episode to this podcast, I want to talk about an experience as a teacher from my first year teaching that really sort of solidified the idea that not all students, right? Don't get me wrong, but your students do care about you as a teacher. They do. They grow to love you and appreciate you. Again, not all students, but some of them do. And I remember your first year teaching is just hard to begin with. You are trying to navigate how to discipline your class, but not be overboard and be a dictator because they tell you that in every single one of your trainings, like kids don't like learning from people they don't like. And I agree with that. I do. You do have to be pleasant and enjoyable as a teacher. If not, your students aren't going to be responsive. I was just trying to find that balance. And I think I never told them that I was a first year teacher because they tell you if you're a first year teacher, do not tell your class it's your first year. But I think they could just smell my fresh blood. Like they could tell that I didn't have my shit together. So they... You know, it it was a little rough at the beginning, I'm not going to lie. Well, I think it must have been like the second week of school. And I had talked to, or maybe it was, no, it had to have been the first week. I was giving some lecture about, I don't know what, and somehow the topic of cotton candy grapes came out. And if you know me, I really like cotton candy grapes. They're a little bit too rich for my blood now. Like, they're really expensive. They've gotten more expensive over the years. And I'm like, yeah, I don't really need them that much. But at the time when they were in season and they were available, 
I would buy them. So I was telling my students about these grapes and how they taste like cotton candy and they were just like, what? And I thought nothing of it. It was just a brief little conversation and that was that. But then I want to say a couple days later, it was a Friday for sure. I know because I was wearing jeans. It's funny how I still remember what I was wearing. It's just one of those things that stays ingrained. But I was waiting outside my door for my first class to come and I see a kid run down the hallway and he heads towards me and he is like, miss, miss, I found the grapes. And he showed me his phone and he had taken a picture of these cotton candy grapes and he was like, I saw them and I thought of you and I took a picture and I wanted to show you. And that was and still is such a special moment for me because it sort of solidified that fact or that belief that students do care and students do care about their teachers and their teachers' well-beings and, and their interests and, you know, they want to make teachers smile and laugh and, and make sure that teachers are, are happy, you know? I remember my first time going to work. I wasn't sick, like I didn't have the flu, but it was one of, I don't know if I just had like a head cold, I don't know what it was, but I remember I had a massive migraine. And I told one of my coworkers, you know, I don't know how, I don't know how I'm gonna do it today. And she goes, oh, don't worry. They, they know when you're sick and they usually behave. And so I start class or whatever and the kids could kind of tell there was something off and I told them like, I feel really sick right now. My head hurts so much. And they just let me get on with the lesson. These were little teeny bopper ninth graders and they let me get on with the lesson. They didn't say anything. They were really quiet. They were asking questions. They were not running amok like always. And that also just shows or showed me, proved to me that yeah, things might kind of suck. It's your first year teaching and nothing makes sense and you feel like you're a horrible teacher and worthless and whatever, but at least you know that you have your students in your corner, which is a really beautiful thing to have, to know that you have students who are on your side. So the last story that I will recount, so also related to having students be in your corner, this was also from my first year teaching, for, you know, because of this introductory episode, and it was the first time I got a walkthrough, and I had this one class where basically in the kindest words I had all of the rejected students from other teachers they told other teachers pick pick four or five students from your pick four or five students from your class and we're gonna put them in this teacher's class which was mine because 
I don't know, they had messed up my scheduling or something like that. So of course, what kind of students do you think these teachers were going to pick? The worst of them, you know? So that class was rough. I had some rough kids in that class. And as a first year teacher, it was the bane of my existence. Well, um, I had a walkthrough. So I had kids in that class who just refused to work. They weren't gonna do it, blah, blah, blah. And then I had a walkthrough. And I had a kid who always never had a single thing on his desk but his phone and as soon as he saw that principal walk in he found some piece of paper on the floor and a crayon and pretended like he was taking notes and you could say you can view it well obviously right he didn't want to get in trouble because he wasn't doing his work but at the same time if a kid really doesn't care or doesn't care about their teacher they're not going to do their work regardless you know they've already been to the office hundreds of times and know nothing really happens to them like they don't care so I told after the principal left I told the kid I'm like huh you got busy in a hurry huh he's like well yeah I don't want you to get in trouble so I was like oh you know you act like a little butt every day but deep, deep, deep down inside your heart, you, you care about me. And those are my three stories for today. Just reminding myself and other people that there are, there are people who are in your corner. Your students are in your corner and they care about you. Even when they act like little butts, I promise you, they care about you. That, well, uh, that's where I'm going to end today's episode. Thank you so much for listening if you made it this far. Um, yeah, hope you enjoy the rest of this podcast series. Bye.